Everyone good? Yeah, I've destroyed my spice tolerance. I'm I'm just crying. It's fine. Well, it's too much. <laughs> Normally, it's not. That's like nothing. And all of a sudden, it's like no. What did you I have? Don't to eat? have milk. I had um these like spicy like Korean noodles. You can get like instant noodles, but I had these really spicy, spicy sauces to go with them. And normally, God, what do I eat? On a scale, on like an eight scale, I can normally go up to like a six or a seven. But today, the two just destroyed me. And I'm just, I'm upset about it. Uh, funnily enough, when we were in New Zealand, um, we got like, we were both like saying like, oh, we want like spicy, you know, like uh, food. So, uh, oh, cool. There's a Thai restaurant. Yeah, let's just get some like, you know, some takeout Thai. Like we've been like, hiking all day. And um, I was like, all right, I'm just going to take like an acid reflux pill and like we'll uh, we'll have some Thai food. And then, you know, I ordered it like hot, like not the hottest, but, like whatever, like the, like the second lowest like was like. So if it was like a six scale, I mm-hmm. did like a five. It was the mildest shit. I was like, bro, like Ooh, you guys would die. <laughs> you would die in America. Like it's like it's always so hit or miss with spice places where they like they say ah, it's, it's hot and you go, yeah, sure. They almost say that, you know. Well, here's the thing. Those restaurants, they have, you know, excuse my language, they have white spicy and then they have their actual country <laughs> spice. Yeah. So you have to ask yeah. for the real spice, not the white spice, because they definitely yeah. tone it down for the tourists. They're like, oh, it's too people. hot, George. I can't eat it. I, I saw a bunch <laughs> appreciated. of little old like Asian ladies laughing so hard at my friend because he was like, I want the hottest you could make it. And they were like, are you sure? We don't recommend that. Like the hottest we can make, it's like not on the menu. And he was like, absolutely. I love hot stuff. And like, he was like sweating through his clothes, like crying. And they were just, they were like gathered around, like pointing at him. And he was like, oh, this is so humiliating. I'm like, just, yeah. like, just get it. Yeah, they know what they're talking when they say, are you sure? Because they yeah. know what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Welcome to the ECG podcast, a show where some buddies who have never met in person gather remotely once a week to hang out and talk about our love of video games and other shared interests. On today's episode for October 15th, 2021, it's a big old catch up episode. We are going to be talking about all the things we've been watching, playing and doing since we had a bit of a hiatus last week. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman from Jacksonville, Florida. I am joined by Erica, my neighbor to the north. How are you doing, Erica? Um, update on spicy food. Um, having a beer with it is a bad idea because now I'm just all like herpa burpy and it's not fun. <laughs> all right. So spicy is the name of the game for Erica. <laughs> We're fine. It's fine. I think I think I think we need to call this spicy update uh, (laughs) for the episode title. And we also have Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. That's a spicy meatball. (laughs) (laughs) Is the I think your background uh, is the equivalent of what's going on inside of Erica's body right Uh, now. I'm fine. It was just the beer. It was just the the the, you know when you you drink a beer too fast and you're drinking a beer too fast because you're like it's a liquid. It'll make the spice go away. It's not how that works. Um, Yeah, and so you're just drinking a beer too fast and it's not great. So speaking of spicy and beer, I have a recommendation if you can get it. Uh-oh. Um, I, so I, like in, in the last couple of years, I've gotten burned out on pumpkin beers. Like I can do like a couple during the season, like period where like I used to be able to drink like six packs of those things. But, um, the, uh, new Belgium who makes like, uh, like voodoo ranger and, and, you know, flat tire and stuff, they have a atomic pumpkin beer, which has habanero and cinnamon like, and pumpkin and it's fucking delicious and it is quite mm. spicy. But it's pleasant. Like it's not like it it borders yeah. on being like almost too much, but it doesn't quite cross that line. Um, it is quite the interesting beer. Like the first couple of sips, you're like, oh, this meh. All right. I don't really t- taste much. And then like a- after you get like kind of like a quarter of the way through, that's where like the heat really starts to kind of accumulate. And I mm-hmm. like it. I think mm-hmm. it's a great combination to have like both like flavor spice and then like heat spice. So um, I recommend that if you can get it. Yeah, it's spice that doesn't have any flavor to it is just it's not fun. Like at least if if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be on fire for a bit, at least make it taste good. Absolutely. You know? Could not agree more. Like I love like spicy food, but it has to be flavorful. Like I've had some chicken wings that absolutely kicked my ass, but they taste like dog shit or they don't have any taste at all. Yeah. It's just all heat. Like a good like chicken wing to me, like should, you know, be like really, really spicy, but also have great flavor, you know, like in the wing sauce. Like mm-hmm. So awesome. So 
Um, I'm trying to think where I want to start. Uh, Let's kick it off a little bit with an update from Erica on The Last of Us 2. So <laughs> on our last episode, you gave us a, you know, for lack of a better word, like newbie's perspective on the original Last of Us mm -hmm. um, eight years after the release. And then, um, you know, it kind of said, like, we're going to be uh, playing through and maybe watching also um, a playthrough of the second game. So yes. tell us where you are and what are your thoughts so far? So having now played most of, so I, the parts that I didn't play in The Last of Us 2 so far have been like, I've learned that if I'm playing a story-based game, um, when it gives me a space to just go and explore, I don't want to explore it. I just want to go to the next plot point. So for example, in The Last of Us 2, there's a part where you get into, when you first get into Seattle, it gives you this big open space just, and it says, go look around. And I, it wasn't interesting to me because I just wanted to see the next bit of the story that's going to happen. So like that, I handed the controller to my sister and she went off and did it all. I got to see all the little story and fun bits that happened in it, but I didn't have to do it myself. Um, and I think that that was part of the, and so for the, at this point, like I haven't lost anything, but have, getting to certain points in The Last of Us 2, um, there are things where Ellie says, oh, I've seen Joel do this before. And I was like, I don't remember seeing Joel do that ever. And my sister says, yeah, he did it in the first game. He, he, he did it. It was a big point in the first game too. And I was like, uh-oh, I wasn't paying attention <laughs> because I was exhausted and didn't want to have the controller in my hand. So it was clearly a moment that wasn't like a, like I just wasn't paying attention. So to give The Last of Us 1 some credit back from what I had, you know, from my opinions of it, um, there are very clearly moments where I just wasn't, focused because you know i i wasn't in the game that day but i wanted to kind of keep progress going on it so giving it that's fine um I, I still can't control this game i'm very very bad at it i'm very good at video games as you can tell i don't know what it is with the control scheme of this but i cannot get a handle on it um the amount of times i will just stop and like flop on the ground thinking it's the run button i always forget where the, which, which button runs because welcome to video games where nobody picks the same button um i'm very good at freaking my sister out because I run through all the fields of tripwires and she panics that I'm going to ignite something and I don't. Oh. Um, there you I go. I'm just uh, That's I'm all that matters. It, yeah. Like it, that's all that matters. It, it, like, you know, you do you like, exactly. It looks impressive. I'm sure like to just mm -hmm. like run lackadaisically. Yeah. Just like running through fields. And she's like, you need to stop doing this. Cause you're going to blow up. Um, I almost blew myself up on that note. I almost blew myself up like six times, but that's fine. Um, to, to play to the comedy of the moment, um, my sister got a, had a surgery done recently, so um, she can't laugh. She wasn't like it was a thing oh. of like because of she had a gallbladder removed or something like that, so she can't laugh. Um, I proceeded to then there was a tripwire moment where you <clears throat> had to throw a bottle and knock the tripwire over, and I was like, okay, cool, I got this. Picked up a thing, threw it at the thing, I, I hit it, but it didn't go off at all, and I laugh because it's funny. I proceeded to do that three times. And by this point, I am crying with laughter because A, it looked like it hit and it didn't. And B, my sister can't laugh. And so she's quietly wheezing in place and I am crying and I can't play right now because I'm laughing too hard. So that was fun. Um, also, we're playing on easy, easy. I want the story mode, I believe. So, you know, a lot of the difficulty of the game isn't there for me. So, you know, we just stealth and make a pile of bodies of people we find. Um, I understand that there a lot of the emotional weight of this game is kind of like theoretically that bit where like every character, even all like the little enemies, like feel like they're somebody important. Like they don't, they feel like people. Um, I maybe it's because I'm here having a goofy, funny mood time with a video game, um, but I don't I don't get that because I'm too busy laughing at the fact that I can just like you know call everybody over to me and then just like you know make them have a nap in like a little pile on the floor don't worry that you're not alone in that like okay. i thought it, i thought it was an impressive aspiration <laughs> i don't i didn't feel it with the exception of killing mm -hmm. dogs like i don't ever really feel bad or feel the oh my god like it's charlie i'm like well charlie's an asshole he just tried to stab me so like yeah get fucked charlie <laughs> like you know what i mean like mm -hmm. so don't feel bad like you're you're not a sociopath i can assure you that i felt the same <laughs> this, exact this, way. This, it's also not me because i remember that was one of the big points of the game was that like yeah everything feels like super impactful and and stuff like that because like all the characters will call each other by names and things like that and i'm like okay well i mean charlie's on the floor right now he, we're hanging out come find him please and i didn't particularly care um the scariest character in this game so far is Dina. 
Um, I, I have been jump scared by Dina more than any any zombie in this game. Um, and then uh, so we actually we got to Seattle Day Two, which means I did. Um, if there are more, I did one of the memory sequences of Ellie being younger again. Um, and that was a really, I like the moment a lot. I think that it's doing a lot to kind of like re-endear me to Joel, who I had, you know, we talk, how spoiler are we talking about like two right now? Um, I, I mean, I think Do we want to go we'll full give, spoiler. Give, because yeah, it's... we'll give the disclaimer, like, because we, we've done a spoiler cast on here. Like, <laughs> I feel true. like if you really with something like The Last of Us, not to judge you, but if you really wanted to, like, play the game by now, like you probably would do oh, it. Absolutely. So just know that we're going to talk spoilers. So go, spoiler away. <laughs> Last of Us two segments will always have it. Um, I had written Joel off in the first game. I thought he died in the first game before I even went into it. Oh, OK. Because um, I thought that him. When, because when again he showed up in the trailers for two, and I was like, everyone lost their shit, and I was like, oh, very clearly he died in the first game, and then he's like, he he died, quote unquote, and then he came back in the second. So I had I played through the entire first Last of Us already having written him off as a dead character. So him dying in the second game actually, it, it didn't have the emotional weight because I'd already checked out of him as a functional character in the story. Um, and I will say that. Um, the memory sequence of you going back with the dinosaur museum and getting to actually have like a fun, like an entirely lighthearted fun moment with Joel did a lot. And it does a lot for the game entire for the, the story of the characters entirely. Um, and that's where I'm sitting right now. Uh, enjoying it. Those are all, I mean, those are the fun moments that happened while we were playing. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, it looks beautiful. The, you know, the gameplay is what it is between me playing on easy and it's still just kind of, there's nothing new with the controls or there's no new real gameplay. Um, yeah, I'm having a good time. It's fun. Um, I can, again, it's one of those things where I, I can see why it was so hyper beloved, but because it's again, I, ever since playing of Tales of Zestiria, I used to be very much like a story was the only is a story can like make bad controls or like boring gameplay really good. And then I played that and I'm like, no, the gameplay has to be able to like keep me entertained the entire time as well. Yeah. And so far, like the, I'm just not, I'm not huge on the gameplay of, of it, to be honest. It's, it's fine. I think it's fair. That's probably one of our, I think almost consistent criticisms, you know, mm-hmm. or observations, you know, um, across yeah. the board. Cause maybe I think some of us, when we did our spoiler cast, were willing to be a little more like, you know, um, so what I'm looking for generous than others, like in terms of like how much we would knock it. But I think mm-hmm. all of us kind of agreed, like it's a, a small iteration on, on one. And like, that's not really like what draws you to the, to that mm-hmm. game. Right. But like, I think that's like, totally it's fair. The, it's, it's got the same gameplay kind of as like uncharted. It's just that with uncharted, you're doing puzzles and things like that. And like that's a little more interesting. Mm-hmm. And the, there, there's, there's kind of, kind of puzzles in the last of us, but they're not like, they don't feel quite as the same. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of that endearing quality of the gameplay is kind of like lost because a lot of it isn't, I have to sit and think about what I'm doing. It's, I have to go rifle through all these drawers and then hide under a thing and sneak out and push a guy for building. And it's like, okay. I'll be very curious to hear, probably by the time we do our next update, you'll reach a point in the game that seems to be fairly divisive for a lot of people. I mm-hmm. thought, I think it's brilliant. I don't want to say anything because I think yeah. it is quite a surprise. Um, and my my cousin said there's three moments in the game. I think it was my cousin. It was my cousin or somebody here because I talked to him and you know I said that ah, it's fine and he's like you're a travesty to the human race and should never play any video games ever again. That's a joke mostly. Um, but yeah, I think he was the one who said there's three major moments in the game that kind of like if you don't have a reaction to them, one of them was Joel, which I didn't care about. And then the other two are coming up towards like the the second half. So the museum moment, I will say, like since you've gotten there, to me is Mm -hmm. like, like certainly like a top top twenty or top ten maybe like video game moments of absolutely of all time. I mean, like it's just it's so brilliantly done. Like even if like you know, regardless of how you feel about the rest of that game or those characters or whatever, like just the way it's constructed, like it's just it's epic. I mean, it's amazing great storytelling like it just mm-hmm. it does everything perfectly but um I, so this is just me so take this without heaping mound of salt like but i think that you're getting you have not gotten to the best bits of the game 
in my yeah. like in my opinion like as far as like what makes it go from like you know a solid sequel to like a really interesting thing so mm-hmm. i'll be I'll be curious would you agree adam how do you like you know what i'm talking about right where things kind of like yeah i know where switches and i don't know if that's gonna be you know i don't know if that point where things change is gonna be i don't know how she's gonna feel about that how did you feel about it like because i never, I never played the game oh i, I know right. what happens yeah, yeah. okay oh. um that's right yeah like because i know i couldn't tell you i know but... like Zach was like was with me like he thought it was incredible and Bobby and George were very much like don't didn't like it yeah yeah we're like this is this feels odd so yeah I'll be curious to see um cool yeah. all right well thanks for the update I'd be curious to you know like I said see how, where, where it goes and how you feel about it moving forward um so uh I want to hop over to, to Adam for a second um Adam like tell me what you've been up to I mean it, you don't have to restrict it to video games or TV but like just in general two weeks we haven't recorded so uh what's been up to my man Oh, kicking ass in fantasy football. That's no big deal. Um, <laughs> destroying everybody. No, I really just been, I think games has been the most thing. I don't think I've been doing anything else. Uh, You've been playing. I put it again, like 30 ish hours into XCOM 2. And then I've almost beaten Far Cry 6. Ooh, really? Uh, over the last couple of weeks. That's the main things that I've been doing gaming wise. Um, I haven't watched anything at all. I need to watch. I've realized I haven't watched Netflix in about a year and a half. So I need to catch up on all that stuff. Everyone's like, Squid Game. Da, 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 da. I was like, I didn't even watch whatever came out at the beginning of the year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I need to catch up on. I've not watched Squid Game, I'll confess. It's next on our list. Yeah. Like, uh, we wanted to first like, start off like spooky season, do uh, Midnight Mass, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, all right. So, how much time have you put into Far Cry? And like, what, what are your thoughts? Because like, and, let me kind of like lead this off with like uh well, the reason I'm asking is so I played Far Cry 3 loved it I played Far Cry 4 but after a substantial amount of time went by but you know like so it was like on sale for like $10 around Christmas like one year mm-hmm. picked it up had a great time 100% of the map did all that stuff Far Cry 5 came out and I was like I I need some more time away from the series kind of similar to Assassin's Creed I do this with Ubisoft games I think we're like I'll skip iterations or like play them like super late because I need more time. Um, and so I'm curious because like I think Far Cry 6 will be a game I play eventually, maybe, but like probably not right now. But all that being said, like, what do you think about it? I mean, I like it a lot. It is. It's probably my favorite story and cast of characters of all of them. Really? Without a doubt. Um, That's pretty I mean, high pantheon, like, well, depending yeah. on how you feel, but like Pagan Men was really cool. And mm-hmm. Vaz, obviously people love, but wow. Yeah, it's okay. my favorite villain because uh, so the thing with other Far Cry villains, which is they're very cool. And it's like, oh, man, look at this crazy dude. And you see him for like 10 minutes of the game. And then he's really not in the game. Like Pagan Men is you have that opening scene on the bus mm-hmm. and then you go to his house and that's all really cool. And then he talks to you on the radio until you beat the game. And then Pagan Men's not the rest of the game. Yeah, true. Uh, He's still really cool in those moments. Same thing with Voss. Voss talks a little bit more. Uh, this one is, so you don't, I mean, you do, okay. So there are scenes you have with Giancarlo Esposito, but then there's also a lot of, they just show things that are happening to him as well. So you do get the thing where he's talking through the radio to just like the the island nation, but you get little story. It's like a scene of just him and his son, and you'll just get that randomly throughout the game. And then every side character is way more memorable. But so basically, you're trying to like build a resistance to fight Giancarlo Esposito, and all of those characters are super super cool and really well acted. So everyone you meet is cool, and the villain you have less face to face time with him, but he has more scenes for himself and he's i think he's much better than everybody else some more presence um, like in the game overall like you yeah, feel like he has a, he has an arc like he has he has an actual story oh, and the other okay. characters the other villains don't they're like really cool bad guys but they don't have a story and he actually has a story and i'm not saying he, he's got like a four hours worth of scenes or whatever but he's uh, i like him a lot he's very cool and his son is also a cool dynamic as well now i like i love uh i think more than any other game that ubisoft makes i love Far Cry because it's just a fun sandbox to fuck mm-hmm. around and do some wild shit. I have no doubt that there's probably all that, but the the big question that I have is like how abs- like how absurd like is it a massive jump like in terms of like the size of the map and stuff where it's like almost too much because I think that's my biggest criticism having come off of like Valhalla was like 
this is too much like this is too, too big yeah like way way too much shit and i still did it all because i'm a little obsessive compulsive in that that way but like um i could have done with like a good 30 to 40 percent reduction and like non-story related stuff like and i think it would have been fine mm -hmm. so i the map is very big um it's a little different as you don't there is i mean it's planes and helicopters yeah so you can go super fast compared cool. to Assassin's Creed where you're on a boat or you're running through the on a horse. Um, and then there's fast travel points all over the map. So the map is still big. Like you're going to, it's a far cry map. It's going to be big. Sure. There's enough to go around quickly. Um, but I also, you know, I also didn't finish Assassin's Creed yet. So I wouldn't go off the back of playing a hundred plus hours of Assassin's Creed straight into playing this, but this game I think is like 40 hours tops compared to 115 or whatever. To mainline or to do like a hundred percent. I'm doing, so I'm doing the story. And I'm doing all of the outpost, whatever, liberation, that stuff. I'm just not doing the treasure hunts is really the only thing I'm not doing. I'm doing basically everything else. And I'm sitting, I'm very close to going after Giancarlo. And I think I'm at like 30 something hours. And you've done all of it. Well, yeah. Except, again, except for I'm not doing the races. I'm not doing the treasure hunts. Da, 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 yeah. Da. But that's I, fine. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's good. Like, so, well, yeah, that was my main question. Like, are they making a hundred hour Far Cry game? Which, no, like, it shouldn't take you a hundred hours. I think Jesus. there's no way. It'd okay. probably take you 40 or 50 if you want a hundred percent it, but okay. it's not a hundred. No, it's not a hundred. That's too much. I wouldn't do that. Um, okay. Well, I mean, that sounds appealing. Like this seems like a game I might pick up around Christmas. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like when it's like half off or like part of a, like buy one, get one or buy two, get one or something like that. Um, well, super cool to hear like i mean I, I love a good villain like i'm a firm believer of the old hitchcock quote like the more successful the villain the more successful the story like i think like, you gotta have a good bad guy sometimes to to really you know push so, uh like a good story where there's you know a clear protagonist and antagonist and the antagonist is good i'd rather take a good bad guy over a good guy any day of the week i think mm -hmm. it's just it's uh cool but that's also like the point of all the far cry games like it's the thing of like i the only thing I know about Far Cry games is the villains. Mm -hmm. Like, I, like that's the the main pull of them. So I I, I assume usually if they can pull off their villain really well, then the game's going to be perfectly fine yep. at the minimum. Villain. Yeah, the villain, and then he has all his lieutenants. So you got to go after do that whole thing, and he gets mad throughout the game. And yeah, I like him a lot. <laughs> I just he's just like it's just cool because he's a, he's a dictator, but he's just like trying to teach his son, you know, like how to be a a, a good ruler. And then you listen to the things he say. So like I know people have talked about it where again he's a bad guy, he's like the dictator of fictional Cuba or whatever. But he's talking, he says an interview with a lady because the point of the game is like they make a tobacco in their country that cures cancer. And they're like, they're like, we only give it to people whenever we feel like it. They're like, this is our export. And they're like, America doesn't have it yet, but they send it to like Russia and everybody. And America, they're like, why aren't you giving it to America yet? Like, well, why would you do that? And he's just like, you know, you guys didn't give us anything when we need to help. So we'll do it on our own terms because you don't tell us what to do. Um, and then they're like, is uh, do you produce the drug using slave labor? And he was like, your country is literally built on slave labor by my ancestors for 200 years. So you can shut the fuck up. It's like, eh, well, he ain't wrong. So uh, <laughs> it's a really it's a really cool character. I like him a lot. Awesome. man. yeah, I um number one could use some tobacco uh somebody who has struggled with smoking my entire life that cures cancer like so give me some of that and this oh. tobacco does yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say anyways and uh you know also like i mean i think he could be so terrifying so to hear that he's like top some of the other like villains it's really cool mm -hmm. i think sean carla mm -hmm. has like one of the greatest like you know like like presence like he's somebody that can command like every scene he's in, like you better be on your fucking a game as an actor when you're on the other side of the table, because mm -hmm. he will eat you for breakfast. Like he's just got that presence. I love it. <laughs> it's, it's so good because again, he's talking with D and I think the guy, someone want to fact check me, look up um, Diego Castillo voice actor, but I'm pretty sure it's the kid from Coco. I might be entirely wrong. Um, but I feel like the kid who plays him is somebody who's famous. Anthony um, Gonzalez. Yeah, Anthony Gonzalez. And I just swear he's the, the kid from Coco. Am I right? Um, of course, Google doesn't want to be cool. Yeah, right. Of course not. Well, why would it be useful? Give us the IMDb. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's what I'm going to now because I didn't just link it to it. He is in Coco. Yep. Yeah, he is the kid ah. from Coco. That's awesome. Yes. So again, I love where he's like trying to teach his son stuff, but it's like it's very Gus from Breaking Bad. Where it's like this dude could fucking murder anybody, but he's like, son, you've got to learn. We're the lions, and they're all sheep, and they need to learn. And then he just like murders a dude, and he's like, all right, let's go. Wow. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I have not seen Coco. I'll confess. Um, oh I was like this close to watching it's it, but so, I was on a plane. So I was on a plane. Yeah, don't watch it on a plane. Yeah. And like three or four people like around me, like in a little semicircle, were watching it in their individual seat, and then all fucking crying simultaneously. And I was like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch this like right now. Like <laughs> this is like I don't, I don't want to be crying it. Maybe maybe not in public. <laughs> yeah, know, like uh, that's uh, Pixar's best movie. You should definitely watch it. All right. Yeah, fair, it was really good. <laughs> fair play. Um. All right. So let's let's chat a little bit of Midnight Mass, and I, I do want to hear some more about what you've been watching and stuff. But I I want to make sure we get to this because I've been dying to talk yes. to somebody mm -hmm. about Midnight Mass. Um. Which. I think it's just seven episodes. So it um, is seven episodes. I have the Wikipedia page open. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's quick and dirty. Like I will say that there's very mm -hmm. little fat as far as the show goes. Like if you want something that kind of gets right to the point, no filler episodes, satisfying beginning, middle, end. I think this show number one is an easy recommend. Um, but also if you like horror that is emotionally like, um, like what's the word I'm looking for? Like has a lot of emotional resonance and like really well developed characters. Like, um, if, well, put it this way: if you've seen the Haunting of yeah. Hill House and you like that, like I can tell you, you would like this. But, um, so Erica, you said that you you <laughs> semi saw like the first couple, but you definitely watched like you know entirely like the the last few episodes, right? So you the whole story, you pretty much like more or less like know and and like yeah, got all. So I I watched all of episodes six and seven. I watched, and I think I got enough of like the first five episodes to like at least understand what was going on. Um, so again, there's elements of like the religious, like kind of like trauma and things like that, where it's like I I didn't see any of that stuff. I just saw where anytime anytime the the, the thing showed up is when I was paying attention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so yeah, I'm gonna be like light spoilers here because I don't want to yes. ruin like key plot twist because i think like like <clears throat> part of the joy of the show for some people is going to be like experiencing those moments and like having the aw shit reaction i will say that like i called every single plot twist in this show mm -hmm. the first episode and my wife was like how like did you look this up you've looked it up i was like i didn't i'm just very familiar with like some of the inspirations which would be giveaway to say like there's one major inspiration for this mm -hmm. um that i was like i I had a feeling this is where they were going because I I've read this inspiration and like, yep, like this is exactly what it is. It yeah. did not sully my enjoyment of the show at all. Like I still, despite knowing like exactly like what, like, again, like the two big plot twists were like, um, I still loved it. Um, yeah. Again, so. I, again, having not even watched like the first five episodes in its entirety, I was still crying at the end of episode seven. I also um, cry at everything. So, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's neither here nor there um i definitely cried and like i don't want to like say exactly like the moment but like, yeah like like the the final 15 minutes of that um that show are just are so lovely and brilliant yeah um really really like, great stuff and so knowing like just watching from the trailers and like knowing this was like about like catholicism and reading some stuff with mike flanagan saying like hey this is a very personal story maybe the most personal mm -hmm. I'll ever make because it's about alcoholism which you know he's been sober for i think like a little over a year now and he's like publicly stated that um, but also like religious like trauma, as you said, and and you know the Catholic Church specifically. I knew that was mm -hmm. going to resonate. What I think I'm most impressed with on the show is the portrayal of like Islam, and then like some of those character moments with Raul Coley's character, um, the sheriff. Um, I think are phenomenal. Yeah. Like he oh, yeah. did such a great job, like bringing gravitas like to that, um, to that character, and then like I think the portrayal of Islam, like from the reactions that I've seen, like, I certainly felt this way. I'm like, wow, I think they really like nailed, um, you know, presenting this in a way that like, isn't a stereotype and kind of gives it the, um, the kind of the respect, um, that it deserves. And then, you know, really like paints it in a, a very positive light. Um, especially like when you compare the portrayal of Islam versus Catholicism in there, it's like very much like night and day. Like, yeah. um, I really was, uh, was taken surprised by that and like kind of, um, delighted. I mean, like just, uh, thought it was a phenomenal character and, and a great way of kind of like having like that contrast right between the two religions. So mm -hmm. um, I'll admit he was one of the characters that I did see the least. I saw like, you know, like I think I saw more of scenes of his son and I saw one that he was in at the very least, but anything that I saw, like it gave me enough to like 
get an understanding of like like who that character was especially in like their relation in, in the aspects of like his relationship with his son and things like that so yeah so i i, I it's i kind of want to go back and watch the first five episodes actually like, sit down and watch them just so i can see a lot of that stuff but yeah you, even you, like, you should like it's like that's like one of the best payoffs like in the mm-hmm. whole entire show i think is like that relationship i'm a sucker oh, for yeah. a good father-son story anyway like mm-hmm. Um, not to get into like my own emotional <laughs> baggage, but like, you know, like it's like, it's a, a relationship that, um, I think like can be done really well or like sometimes like, you know, it can, they can totally miss the mark. And I, I really like that. Uh, so for listeners that don't know, like, uh, without giving like any major plot points away, essentially like the show is, um, set on an isolated Island where I think it's like somewhere like it, like off the coast of new England, right. They, do they really specify? I don't even think the state really. Yeah, somewhere off the coast of New England, we'll say, and it is a island community that has like a few dozen people, like and something. It's an island. It's an island size where they can they can do a, a back pan camera shot and see the entire island. You see all of it in a yeah. single like pan and still pick up buildings. It's very tiny. Yeah, small, right? Like, yeah, definitely. It almost like, and I think like well, the cool thing is like you kind of forget sometimes like when the show is set, like, so they have cell phones and stuff. So it's obviously like modern, but like mm-hmm. there were like, there was like an entire episode where I was like, Oh shit. Like they are in modern times. Like for some reason I felt like this was like in the eighties. I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, cause like the church, like a lot of it happens either in like a church or um, like the old police station or a lot of scenes that I remember. And it's got a lot of like fishing village vibes. So like the general store is called the general store and has an ancient Pepsi sign outside the front of it. So a lot of like the locations and stuff are very old, even though everyone dresses modern, they're using modern technology and all those kinds of like stuff. So yeah, the whole, the whole place just has that vibe of being out of place and out of decade. Yeah, I'm like kind of getting smaller to too. Like it doesn't seem to be getting better, right? Like like that yeah. town, not the vibe you get. But so essentially, there's a new priest that comes uh, to this town to replace their old priest, and uh, you know, with him kind of comes this hope that like maybe things can get better in the town, right? Like he wants mm-hmm. to revamp like how church has been and like fill the pews again, and um, you 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 know, it's very Twin Peaksy, and that like you meet all these characters that are um on the surface one thing and then as you kind of peel back the layers like they all have the, their different various hang-ups and backstories and things like that i think one of the show does really things the show does really well is like it not only builds us uh like you know a sense of like place but also like the mythos like behind the show like i think it's like super yeah. focused on like understanding the history of the town and like the interpersonal relationships did you have a favorite character yeah. so and like I- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I like the general. The, the, also, when when you get to the the like the 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 concept of it, once you finally grasp, but like the whole the whole base of the con, I think it's really cool. I love. I I think that's part of the reason why even like having only seen two full episodes of it, part of the reason why I loved it so much was just like I was like, oh, what a good, what a neat idea. Like what a what a fun like good good concept and idea to like sit and play with for for a series like this. Um, as a fur favorite character, I don't, I don't know if I watched it enough to really have a favorite. Um, cause I liked, I, I was that thing of like, I liked every character going into the end of it. I liked how, um, the, the, how everyone like there, it was that thing of like, it's a horror, but nobody really did something dumb for no reason, which is an issue I've had been having with the sci-fi show I've been watching. Where it's like I don't understand why why you did this. I don't understand the the character choice here. Um, but like it's that thing of like everyone did their best to do the thing they thought they needed to do, without like you know, there was basically there was no oh no we're on the run and someone tripped and fell in the woods. I don't think there was a scene like that. There's one that would be a huge spoiler to talk about where like you go, would people like really do this? And like oh man, I really want to say, but I'm not gonna say it. Like. And is it, is it is it from the last two episodes? Is yes. It one of the- yep. Yep. It's like something. It's basically where everything really kicks off. Like that's because it's oh, it's it, yes and no because it's happened before. I literally. Yes, I know. I, I, I don't want like it's so hard. Uh, it's without spoiling anything. It's it's something that but you're like, right. You're like I'm gonna do then. I, I literally before it happened, I referenced <laughs> the real life scenario in which that did happen. And I was like, haha, 
reference and then it happened and i was like uh oh i yeah. was joking but okay <laughs> yeah um so i think that's the only thing that kind of like but i was like uh, marianne my wife was like yes uh well don't forget this like and i was like oh yeah yeah no you're right like <laughs> legit like and, and that was arguably on a grander scale so yeah um, what, a, what a terrible conversation this is that thing that happened at the place with the oh no and the yeah if anyone's listening they'll know and if they're not you'll yeah. know when you when you get to it but it's it's so good um beth is a I, hateable character like she's oh. yeah i i i think it's it's i think she's probably i don't want to say my favorite because she's not a it, it's that thing of like I, I i would love to to just like you know maybe go and let her be in a coma for a, a, a couple years um just so i don't have to deal with her because she's awful but like it, i like I like how the character was done. Like, I like what the character did for the story. Um, I like um, what happened to her in the end as well. I thought like that, that whole last scene of hers, I thought was like, oh, 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 of course. But it's so good. Like, <sighs> So let me, I, I'm sure I'm saying her right name now because I'm doubting myself, but I think we're talking about the same person. It's Bev, the um, Bev, Bev, yeah, is it Bev? Bev? Yeah, the so it's the not the attendant to the they're all there. There, there are names in churches. I should know them all, and I don't. I don't think she even has a title though. That's the thing. Like she's just like the most like I don't know what, what would you call her like the most devout like of the island like person like yeah she's like yeah she's in a, a member of the church who helps out the priest a lot and a lot of like the getting him to like know town and like how things work and. She's the one who's like spouting Bible verses, you know, as if they're her own words kind but of a thing. But I think the great thing about that performance and like, you know, like we can kind of stop there as far as like, you know, because it's so hard like to not like I really mm -hmm. want to delve like deep in. But I think the great thing about our performance and what that actress, so it's Samantha Sloyan, um, hopefully I'm saying your name right, Samantha, I'm sorry, yeah. brings so to good. that character Absolutely. is that like she's not like you know like she's not like a like baptist like screaming at you and like mm -hmm. she's not super unstable right like i mean she is yeah. but like not outwardly like she's not like she's not like a mustache twiddling kind of like terrible awful person she's just like she's very pleasant um she again zealous i think is the word they use for her and i think that's pr the, probably the right one where it's not just she's not again not screaming but like again every every other word out of her mouth is a bible quote and she believes so firmly in like what she's doing is right. Like, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it, it's not like an act at all, like for that character. Like she truly believes that like I'm doing God's work yeah. and like everything I do is justified. And like, um, I mean, kudos, like it's an all time great like TV villain for me, like um, without mm -hmm. being campy or over the top. Absolutely. Yeah, she did, she did phenomenally with that. It was so good. The last person I want to shout out, um, and again, it's going to be hard to talk about like without spoilers, is uh, uh, Hamish Linklater, who plays, uh, you know, the the priest, like uh, Father Paul. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he is fantastic, and I think he has arguably the most interesting arc of everybody on, mm -hmm. on the show. Um, and again, I don't want to, like, say anything, like, specific, because, <laughs> like, it's, it's just... It's not worth it like without going into like if i'm not going to talk details but i will say that like hey like when you watch the show like keep an eye i i, I hope he goes on to do more things like truly i love that yeah. I, I thought he could do you know some some comedy bits like there was like, some genuinely funny moments with him where mm -hmm. i told marianne i'm like this guy could do like he could be on snl and do like a sketch comedy bit like dry like humor and i'd probably piss myself laughing but also like he can you know he brings some emotional depth to that too yeah his his preaching, like the tone of which all of his like sermons and stuff was done was God. It was so good. Like it, it, uh, it, it vibed in that way where it was as, cause it, it is like a, it is um, not a horror per se, but like, it, it, I mean, to be fair, looking at the poster, it doesn't look like it's a, a happy go lucky show, but like as the show, as you kind of like start to piece things together and as the show kind of like starts to descend into this kind of like more horror elements. Um, I don't know if it's, if the, actually the way he does a lot of his preaching and things like changes, but like a lot of his like sermons and stuff like that, like you, they, they don't feel nice. And in no. a good way though, in the way you want, like as, as a narrative and the way you want it to kind of start to feel a little uncomfortable and a little like, mm, and just like the tone and how it all goes was, is, yeah. it's, so, it has, it feels yucky, but in, in the right way. 
I was raised Catholic and um, this show dredged up a lot of like feelings with mm-hmm. me, like because I left the church at like 14 story for another day. But like it was a big deal for like all of my family. Like it was a huge mm-hmm. source of like shame and whatever. And like I was just like, look, this I have my reasons, but like I'm out. Um, and uh, so as you get to those final episodes, Marianne was like, is this a bit like shouty like this seems like really shouty is catholic mass like this and i was like no in fact like it's scary how accurate like his early homilies are like to what it's like to attend like a catholic mass like him tying in stuff going on in the community and like you know like the way that he's delivering this calm like modern like Mm -hmm. analysis of like biblical biblical text like that's very catholic um this is not and like i read i think a quote from like mike flanagan where he said like he kind of goes more baptist and like that's like yeah intentional right like he wants like him to be like kind of to show his like state of mind you know and, like uh, as things kind of descend and, and like it's a kick off like he's kind of straight off the path so to speak of like what like you know you would expect like from Catholic. so anyway mm-hmm. watch it i think this like it's fantastic seven Super episodes good. you can fly through it we watched it in two days like i mean like just just could not stop yeah, I think I think we when it was on, it was on all day. And that was it was we finished it before it was over. So before, but we finished it before it was over. We finished it before like, the day you? was over. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I'm uh, done, done with this piece of sh- <laughs> episode one. It's over. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other thing I, I want to make sure we talk about before um, you know we start winding down is uh, just really quickly Metroid Dread, which I've I've played for, uh, about three hours now on the Switch. Um, it's good. I'm having a great time with it. Like I confess, I've with I did not grow up with like the affection of like Metroid that a lot of people had. I did not play Super Metroid until last year. It was the first time I ever played that game. Knowing the influence and everything was kind of what brought me. I'm like, well, it's free on Nintendo Switch Online. Probably should play it. And I found that experience enjoyable, but like a little frustrating because you know, like saving is much more difficult. No checkpoints. You know, there's all like the modern things that we take for granted the map like at times could be a little obtuse as far as like what are you supposed to do next and this game very much feels like a refinement of super metroid to me in the first three hours so if you like super Mm. metroid and you want something that's like a more modernized version of that like with some more bells and whistles like it's a pretty game um and there are some cool concepts um which i'll get to in a second like i can say like unequivocally you'll love metroid dread like i mean full stop like it is very much like you know a continuation of like that style of metroid game if you're looking for a great story like look elsewhere like if if you think (laughs) this is going to be the metroid game that tells you a story that like is irresistible and that's not to say it doesn't have an interesting story it does but like Mm -hmm. it's you know um, it's very much more of a gameplay kind of a game it's how it it looks at least yeah there's like a couple of cool cutscenes here and there and like i understand what's going on and i think it's cool and intriguing but i have the sense when i get to the end of this i'll be like yeah that was like the story wise like cool all right and i think like all the the moment to moment gameplay is the stuff that's going to really like stick stick with me so um but again i don't have that nostalgia so like somebody who loves yeah. metroid's probably going to like you know hear this and be like oh my god like this is one of the greatest i4 <laughs> stories ever told like maybe i don't know yeah, um maybe a good story for for a metroid game but yeah. well and maybe people that like like yeah. you know like cuz apparently this is like the culmination of like the story that they've told from like the original Metroid to Super Metroid to, mm. um, you know, uh, Samus Returns and all God, that kind of stuff. Right. Cause Zero that... Hour, whatever. I don't know. Zero Mission. I, I'm not a Metroid guy. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. I half watched um, someone play the first, I think, like hour of it. Um, and it was because it was the thing where it's open on the side and doing other things. Uh, and isn't the first like 10 minutes of it just like a recap of like the certain things that have ha- what's happened so far in the Metroid universe? Yep. So like that, I appreciated that because I was like, yeah, got it. Like, so I have all the context for this because otherwise, like there's so many like revelations that I've encountered that would have fallen flat. I've been like, okay, there's this blob thing that lured me here. Sure. Sure. Okay. Where is it? Let me go like kill it. Um, I, I think like the abilities are cool. The thing that's most impressive to me is like, there's like almost like a 2.5 d like second person mm-hmm. like bits where like you like when you aim like at certain points where like you're like almost a little bit more than over the shoulder not quite first person like where you're shooting at stuff that looks really pretty like mm-hmm. to transition from like that side scrolly like 2.5 d to like that is kind of cool and um these things the emmys as what they're called 
Um, those bits are really, really uh, fun and tense, like, and uh, at times frustrating, but really, really cool. So there's these things are invincible, right? Uh, unless you have a very specific power up that's like a story scripted moment. So you have to like evade these things. And so it's not just like get tools that will let you navigate the map. There are sections where like you have to like, as part of getting around in the map, like lure them to places or like hide and kind of navigate around them. So there's like this little cat and mouse game that happens every once in a while. Again, it can be a little more uh, like like frustrating at times. Like there's a couple of times where I'm like, oh, this is like, all right, I'm over it. Like, let me just fucking get this thing done. But um, but for the most part, I think they add like a cool element to like a Metroid game that like you don't normally have, which is like, oh, there's something I can't kill that I have to kind of run away from and like, you know, use the environment to my advantage. So. Is it um, as hard as all of the like reviewers have like I all I know about this really is that everyone's like it's great but like it's very hard if you don't like or play hard games. Skip I'm it. the wrong person to ask. Uh, uh, like so, I've done like a couple of boss fights, and um, while I like I think they're like um, somewhat challenging. Like I haven't first tried or come close to first trying any boss fights. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten stuck um, uh, for any yeah, amount yeah. of time on a boss. It's more like. Uh, I need a couple of deaths to like learn like what their attack patterns are and then like where their weak point is. And then at that point, it's just like kind of trial and error, like, you know, but um, so, so far, I don't think so, but uh, there might be a beast of a boss like that. I haven't gotten to that. Like I'll come back next week and be like, okay, like it's, it's hard at times. (laughs) Um, But like, I, you know, I'm somebody who like hundred percent of cuphead and fucking, you know, dark souls, obviously like all that (laughs) stuff. So again, I'm a really bad person to ask because like, what I consider challenging and other people consider challenging might be completely different things, but um, <laughs> you're talking to the person who can't remember the run button in the last of us too. That's not uh, your fault. Like, <laughs> so many of the control schemes I meant to tell you that like are odd, like in that game, mm-hmm. like it's not like it, that game. It never feels great to like shoot no. or move or do anything other than like, look, like, it's like, yeah. it feels good to look at that game. Like, and then everything else is like, okay. Yeah. But, um, all right, Adam, anything else you want to cover, man? Like, or talk about as far as like things you've watched or played or done? Really? Looking forward to this guy back here. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Halloween kills, baby. Let's Mikey go. Mikey Myers. So, off, off mic, I, you know, it said like I've watched every single Halloween film up through like the Rob Zombie films. I'm going to watch 2018 probably tomorrow before I watch that. It has been a journey. Oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. the, uh, there is just like a wide variety. Of, Everything from like the mask, which sometimes look like complete dog shit to like the plots of these movies, like, boy, it goes all over the place. Like, uh, like they just like the, the Paul Rudd one. It's like his first movie. Like they just straight up are like, Paul Rudd. Michael Myers is not actually like evil. He was just cursed as a little kid by this ancient Druid society. And the reason he kills people mm, is because yeah. it's like, what? What are you talking weird about? Stuff where it's like, yeah, like, oh, he was just a kid. But then the cult put the evil in him now he's just actual evil incarnate yeah, in a body like, what it's like that's way less that's why the new ones ignore that they're like one and then here we go he's a nobody and a somebody welcome to kingdom hearts baby <laughs> <laughs> and then like the rob zombie ones like I'll, i'm happy if i never watch those again like mm-hmm. I, I i respect him for trying to do something completely different but like those are just like he's he's less interested in like creating good horror and just making you feel uncomfortable and like i need more than that you know but i like just oh, marianne was like oh i've never seen like the rob zombie one she, 30 minutes like like it was like the spongebob all right i'm gonna head out she was just like no i'm done <laughs> she's like I, nothing about this is pleasant or interesting to me it's just a bunch of hillbillies yelling at each other and using like obscenities and really over the top like or not even over the top but like gratuitous uncomfortable violence and like that's not what it is you should watch jason x she'll love that one she actually would love jason x like i've been trying like i'm like we're gonna watch that as part of halloween just because that is actually goofy and over the top like you can laugh your ass off like i mean when you see jason dip a woman's head into like liquid nitrogen and then smash her face on the wall and it's it's like a mortal Kombat fatality it's like you're not taking that movie very serious are you like (laughs) nah it's in space for crying out loud but yeah that's true Uh, that does a lot okay Jason goes to space is like basically what the concept of that is. <laughs> so he's a hundred years in the future and they put him on a spaceship. <laughs> like, okay. Well, sure. Why not? Imagine <laughs> if he got on the enterprise, like that's the plot like of it. It's just like, 
<laughs> you know, like it's great. Um, I mean, it's not, it's a bad movie, but it's fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to Halloween kills. Cause I love 2018, like Halloween. I thought that was like an incredible job at like rebooting it. Like that's how you should do a reboot. Like pay homage, do your own thing and like subvert expectations. The last 30 minutes of that movie are just so fucking awesome. And I hope they don't fuck it up. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> like your background behind me. I'm like, I would have been happy for it to end where it ends but like clearly like he's not dead so um we'll see how it goes but i am very excited too mm -hmm. do you like uh stupid slasher movies uh, erica or, or like have no you nope. i am not i am not a horror movie person in the slightest like um me doing haunting of hill house was a was a feat that i only got through um by kind of again i get through scary things by kind of goofing off Yes. Which is, you know, how I get through a lot of like the tense moments in like The Last of Us. Um, so, you know, I like I can't watch them alone. Definitely, Midnight Mass I might get I might be able to get through just because I I know how it ends and things like that. Um, yeah, nope. I am a, I cry easily. Oh, period. <laughs> well, if you're ever interested, a good baseline is the original like 1978 Carpenter Halloween um mm -hmm. it's very tame on gore like especially by like today's standard like there's almost no like blood or gore in it like it's a little violent at times but like again like you could show that unedited like on like network tv and it'd be fine yeah. um but it has a killer soundtrack and uh it's like the best example like if you want to see like where slashers came from essentially and like the best example of it like it's genuinely just a great movie like the, the original mm -hmm. so start there and then if you're interested the uh the 2018 one is a great sequel but like it definitely ratchets like that is not a tame movie in a lot of ways so yeah i mean i can do violence and stuff like that um i probably could do a lot more horror now um i think the first horror movie i actually finally sat through was insidious oh, nice. um and again that was uh, i was in a group of, and when you're when you watch horror movies with a bunch of people the vibe is very different so you know eh. Which I think is the best way to watch a horror movie, right? Yeah. Like, um, I, like the cinema we like going to is not showing that movie this weekend. So, like, I'm kind of disappointed because we're gonna watch it at home. It's on Peacock, mm -hmm. but uh, but like I saw the 2018 in an audience, and it's so great to watch everybody lose their minds like together yeah. and like laugh together like nervously or or like you know seriously. So. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's that's the way to do it for sure. Um, I mean, hell, like that, like growing up, like on old slasher movies was, uh, you know, renting something from Blockbuster. Remember that place? Yeah, we'd go to Blockbuster and we would oh, just yeah. raid the horror section, watch a bunch of stuff that we were probably way too young to watch, like 10, 11 years old, because we had, you know, some of our friends had cool parents. And, um, you know, and then we would just like uh, watch it like, you know, two or three times, like in a weekend, you know, the same couple movies, like just to appreciate all the craftsmanship but i i don't think we would have made it um through them like if we had been by ourselves at that age you know mm -hmm. have the strength of like your 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 buds so we should sit next week and just do a like a horror themed everything and talk about horror games and shows and movies and stuff that we really like and recommend absolutely i'd be i'd be big into that i love horror season, season and all that yeah all right well i think that brings us to the end of the show thanks for hanging out and uh catching up y'all yeah. glad, glad to see you Thank this you. week uh so stay tuned uh next week we'll we'll do a little horror theme special i like that idea mm -hmm. like share and subscribe and we will see you next week bye bye